This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Rehab Up. I'm Amy, here as always, the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I could I could be better. I just, I FaceTimed, I FaceTimed with Ethan earlier, and he, he said to me that, like, maybe the, t- maybe the reason I podcast so much is because I don't want to spend time with him, and so I just, Amy, I just have to. I just have to leave the podcast now and I just have to go go but, watch some in a relevant Olympic sport with him on the couch. But I had so much I wanted to say to you. I thought we were going to ride this out to the end. Well, I, I, I thought so too, but just sometimes your husband is so lonely that he, he really needs, he really needs you and like family is number one and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I guess I have to respect it. You shouldn't. Nobody should. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, we respect Michael, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, okay, like, you have a son. We got it. Yes. I mean, this was the first 25 minutes of actual content of this episode. Um, a strange kind of balance, I would say, of how they chunked this one out. But it was, you know, I thought we were getting hometowns and mental law, but we got. Um, someone returning to their hometown and then mentel all. I have to say I'm very thankful that this wasn't a three hour episode though. That's true. So let's um before we get into Michael's situation, just a couple headlines um in Batch Nation. Um Adam and Raven, they got married pretty recently and just announced that they are pregnant. They really made sure to call it a honeymoon baby they didn't want anyone judging them or something i don't know okay like no one cares like i honestly i was surprised um they didn't have the baby before the wedding i know they were pretty disappointed in having to postpone the wedding because they they really want to have kids pretty quickly after Mm -hmm. um good for them this is what they want um best to them i guess yeah actually you reminded me of another story i saw i don't know if it might have been a couple weeks ago, but Ben Z got married and they did have the baby before because the wedding was postponed and they didn't want to wait on having kids. So I think I they mean, announced you the blame baby him? Like, gosh, yeah. at this point, it's like all the rules go out the window. There is <laughs> right. no rules. Who cares? It's 2021. Exactly. Um, and then The Bachelor has released, um, I think, 35 potential contestants for Michelle's season. Um, Haley, you and I haven't gone through any of them at all. Um, right now, 
you know, it's kind of like what they did with Claire and Tasha season and Katie season, I think, where not all of these guys are going to make the show. So why delve into it right now? Right. But are we allowed to just like do a, qu- a quick little tease on one of them? Oh, sure. I went to university with one of these guys. Ooh. I didn't, I don't think I know him personally. Like, we're not Facebook friends, but we have many Facebook friends in common. This has become a new theme. Like, you kind of had a mutual with uh, Blake and now getting even closer to home. Well, I mean, people are going to think all Canadians know each other. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes kind of feels like it. Yeah. I mean, we had, there was a confirmation that Brendan knows Blake. You know, it wasn't addressed on the show at all, but that story came out. So... Yeah, I think all signs are pointing to that, even if it's not the case. And I wonder if Brendan and Kevin know each other. Hmm. Because they're both in fire departments in in the same general area. Like, I wonder if they ever ran into each other. And I feel like Kevin was probably a hockey guy. He gives me hockey guy vibes. Yeah, he was a good skater on the... Yes, true. What was it called? Bachelor Winter Games. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, those are kind of all the stories we wanted to touch on although i did send you a screenshot of a certain contestant who has a new look and we'll talk about the uh, mental all some of these guys came in with new looks as well but um i regret to inform anyone everyone that bennett is hot now so he's hot yep he is hot <laughs> grow a beard and grow your hair out yeah become hot yep <laughs> so that's what he's been doing instead of I, going to paradise okay Question, is he actually hot or is he like our mm. warped quarantine version of hot? Yeah. I think he's just hot. I think I'm just trying to be like, no, I'm not. Someone I was like convinced I would never be attracted to. <laughs> but, you know, Here if you just are. see a picture, you don't have to listen to him. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't have to be given any books by him. Right. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, look that up, everyone, if you are intrigued. So, all right, Michael. Michael also had had his glow up since the show, um, but still looked very good coming in to announce to Katie <laughs> his decision. But with, first, we see kind of the guys sitting there talking about hometowns. And Michael, at this point, is very excited about it. Um, like, this is really crucial for him. So you see the four guys. We're down to um, Michael. Justin, Blake, and Greg. And then we see um, it's interesting, like, do you think they film all the conversations that the contestants who are parents have with their kids? Like, is it maybe more like a just-in-case kind of thing, or we'll make sure that you're not saying anything you're not supposed to, or... Um, I think that's probable. Like, they have somebody there kind of being like, okay, let's not have these family members, because there has to be somebody on the mm-hmm. other end, like, controlling the FaceTime for baby James. Right. Yeah. So, so they probably have somebody in the room to be They don't like, want his, like, in-laws to be like, oh, you know... <laughs> yeah. Found out this about you, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So they end up showing this footage where it's his son um, talking about how much he misses him and stuff. And his son's four years old. And then his son says something like, "Um, I know what the problem is. Maybe daddy isn't here because he don't want to see me. (laughs) So like cute and sad. It was, it it was kind of devastating. And I feel like if you're already kind of 
um, feeling a little weird about being there, kind of really missing home. And he says something like that. It's hard for me to not think like, like, what am I doing here? This is, mm-hmm. I've got a one in four shot right now, honestly. Am I really going to keep doing this? Yeah. And I think he said something like, you know, if it was just questions about, you know, where are you and that kind of thing, that was kind of seemed like he understood that was okay with that. But when he starts to see that it's really affecting him and he's hurting about it or like that, you know, because his son has already been through so much losing his mother that it seemed like just a no brainer for Michael, like the switch just flipped in his head because when he comes to see Katie, you know, she's excited to see him. Um, I don't think expecting anything, but he seems so firm in his decision to leave. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was like, well, you know, maybe like it was just like he was more consoling Katie rather than him being consoled. Do you think Katie was a little bitter about it at the uh, mental all? That's a little weird, wasn't it? Because she was off. like, um, he was kind of like, yeah, like I do still have those feelings. They just don't go away. And she was kind of like, well, um, you left. So I, I had to, I had to, I had to be strong and move on. And I'm happy with whoever I'm with now. So I was like, right. Do you think that's maybe a cover up and they're actually together? Um, it was surprising to me, like how distant she seemed just from her demeanor before with all the guys. Like it seemed like she was maybe placing that boundary a little more, like maybe out of respect for whoever she's with now. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't expect her to say like, oh yeah, we'll see. Um, but I was kind of surprised that she didn't say something like, you know, that's nice to hear, but I'm happy now or something. It was just very firm. Like, yeah, I had just had to do what I had to do. Um, I'm kind of used to on these mental all, like the lead kind of going into the drama a little bit more of it. Like, yeah, I was really hurt by this and kind of going back to that place. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a little different. And I was surprised that Michael sort of was still harboring those feelings as well. For me, I'm not that surprised because I feel like it was so abrupt and I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's the stone really wasn't overturned. You don't mm-hmm. really know what could have happened because they didn't really close it out or at least it didn't really get closed out for Michael because mm-hmm. they didn't break up because it wasn't like fitting like he just right. had to go home. Right. I don't know. Were you surprised that Katie said that she saw him? in the end which to me doesn't mean winner there was another like um i think uh itm where she said like i saw us walking away together but i think to him she said i saw you like at the end of this um and he's like i know but i wasn't i don't know did do you think michael saw himself at the end what if he really did what he have left? Uh, i don't know i feel like maybe if he saw himself at the end he would have been like please come with me. Like if I'm the one screw all this, like just come mm-hmm. home with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Colton type thing with Cassie. Yeah. Like we don't have to like do this typical ending. Um, another thing like he said to Katie, like he gives her the watch that he had given her night one, but she didn't have any pockets. So he said, you know, I gave this to you night one. Um, and you know, I really learned the importance of love and time. And I thought love would be harder to obtain, but it was really time and we ran out of time. And, you know, very poignant. Um, and he said, 
Like, I really think we could have worked. And Katie said, I know for sure it would have worked, which that was a very strong statement. Yeah. Then why not leave with them? Yeah, I guess because she still has some stones left to turn over. But I don't know. I feel like I'm not convinced this is the end end. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I just thought, you know, maybe it also is a lot, I would think, after what he's been through to think of proposing right away again. So maybe there yeah. was some like nervousness just about the whole scenario heading into the hometowns and involving his family and that it could have made it a little bit easier of decision. But yeah, with the mental, it made it seem like, no, he was, it was a really like gut wrenching and yeah, he's still harboring those feelings. So, um, oh, I forgot to mention, we also had that scene at the beginning with, um, Tasha and Katie walking and I was a little envious. I was like, that'd be a nice way to start a morning. Just like hanging out with Tasha or Caitlin, going for your walk. And, but Tasha gave her some interesting advice because Katie had revealed that she only wants to say, I love you to her final choice, which is kind of an old fashioned way of that was really common on the bachelor before um, Ben Higgins, like the pre Ben Higgins era. Um, mm-hmm. You wouldn't say I love you before to more than one person or to anyone really till that final day. So um, Tasha seems to be encouraging her. If you feel it, say it. And that she told multiple guys she was falling in love and that it might be just the thing he needs to hear to sort of come out of his shell, whoever it is, like it might help like some other guy reveal his feelings and that might make it more clear to her so i've yeah. seen it that way before but do you think that's more Tasha or more the producers behind the scenes like carving out that conversation hmm did we see Tasha saying she was falling for guys who did she definitely who did... i mean it's interesting that she brought that up because it's not um katie was saying i think that she hasn't told anyone she loves them or something maybe she hasn't said falling but again it's that bachelor distinction like it's one thing to say i'm falling for you yeah i think she did to brendan and maybe ben and zach right or ivan i'm not sure i don't think ivan but yeah so we'll see if katie ends up doing that but i think she should stick to her guns like what you know she does her own thing I agree. All right. So were you surprised we didn't see Michael saying goodbye to the guys that they don't know that he's gone as far as we know? Yes. I feel like they've been, except for that weird thing on um, heater season, they do try to keep really keep the guys separate when it comes to hometowns and after. Yeah. Because I guess, let's see if they have hometowns. Yeah. They're going to want to keep them separate because are we going to, go from three hometowns to two right away. Maybe that's part of why the season ended early. Yeah. I think that's also part of it. Or do, is it like hometowns and fantasy suites just kind of weave together? I can't see her being like, no, I don't want to lose a fantasy suite. (laughs) Oh shoot. I'm not sure because I'm pretty sure there's only two episodes left. Yeah. That's right. So maybe first part will be hometowns. And then they go to the rose ceremony expecting there to be, you know, four of them. And then she reveals that like they all make it to fantasy suites. Yeah. Michael's not there. Or like maybe one does get sent home and they just kind of do a fantasy suite and a like last date kind of thing. Right. Yeah. We will find out. Then we get to um, 
the men tell all portion. So um, who um, was a notable absence, if any, for you? And who was a WTF moment for you in this men tell all? Um, I thought not seeing Thomas there was pretty surprising. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, he comes in on Skype later. Yeah. Um, Do we know when they filmed this? No, I'm not speculating. Like, is he on Paradise? And that's why. But yeah, but I feel like there's other guys who were on Paradise who were there. Right. So did they film this after or before? I think they filmed it after Paradise, but like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, because it was weird that there's no... Usually at these, we get a teaser of Paradise. Maybe that'll be the, more the finale. Yeah. So we didn't get those hints of, like, maybe we'll see you on the beach that, you know, Chris Harrison used to do. So um, for me, there was someone named Kyle. Never, like, the most that I've never recognized someone ever. I don't even remember a Kyle. Yeah. And then... um. It's funny, I didn't notice that Mike P was gone until other people were pointing that out. So I guess that wasn't a notable notable absence for me, but he did go far in the season, so that was a little weird. I did notice he wasn't there. And then um, Christian, just because he was really cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That, he, him, I didn't expect. Like He didn't really bring much to the season, yeah. season except his face for us. Right. Um, some new looks on the guys. Um, Hunter had like his hair combed down instead of like not, spiky. Not one of my favorites. He yeah. he needs the bang swoop up. Yep, I agree. Um, so that was a downgrade. Um, Connor, Michael were sporting new facial hair. Are those upgrades? Michael looked so good. Mm-hmm. Like so good that when they showed him like of the clip of walking in, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Connor, I think it wasn't like a huge difference. Connor's still Connor. He's going to Connor. Um, Connor! Mm, okay, no, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. All right. So the first drama that they want to get into is Cody. So Cody was there again, like forgot about him, but he was kind of a reason. Yeah. Um, So we have Cody and Aaron and 
Did we get more clarity on what is your assessment of what happened here? I feel like they didn't even, t- did they talk about it? I, I Okay, I told you beforehand, I was a little wine drunk for the first part of this. <laughs> so I don't remember that part. Appropriate way to watch the men tell all. Yeah, so what they said is that, um, I have in my notes that Aaron said, Cody rubbed him the wrong way at events and that he had reckless social media posts. Um, Somebody else said it was disturbing. I think it was Brendan. Brendan was very vocal on this. So we finally get to see a little of his personality, I guess. But I think he had a post like in his story that said, I will be famous in six months. So not really disturbing, just maybe wrong. Yeah. Not like I hate women. Right. I am disturbing those. But Cody wasn't very good at defending himself again and just kind of said, well, that wasn't about being on the show and you guys don't know if I was here for Katie or not. It wasn't like I was definitely here for Katie and <laughs> you guys slandered my name. It was just, yeah. Sort of, yeah. So that was strange. Um, not something I felt we needed to get back into, but I guess without Thomas in the audience or in the seats, they had to go back to something. Mm-hmm. Then we get Carl. <laughs> Carl, he's like, of course, I was talking about Thomas the whole time. Yeah, as if. <laughs> I was annoyed. She's like, sorry, Carl, you were right. He was like, yeah. And it's like, no, bub. No, Katie, you just didn't get to see the whole segment. Like, yeah, just- broken clocks right twice a day. Yeah. And so I like that Trey and some other guys are calling him out on, you know, that you... That was before Thomas even revealed anything. So you didn't hear anything. And you said there were multiple guys. So, yeah. Um, Let's see. Who else? Um, Okay. (laughs) Your favorite part of the episode. (laughs) Um, We get a... The first hot seat, I believe, goes to Connor. (laughs) And suddenly, there's a woman in the audience that's interrupting. She has a mic on. So she's heard very clear. Oh, Caitlin, Taisha, excuse me. Um, Connor, I just don't see how you could be a bad kisser. Really? Because I could see it. <laughs> and it's not just a like, oh, like give me your number after the show. This it was- is so baby. I'm so embarrassed that I watched this. <laughs> yeah. Um, she comes up and they just make out. They just make out. All the guys are cheering him on. He's a gross kisser. There's yeah. so much like force to it for a stranger. Yeah, that was yeah. Why just like it was too intense. And then <laughs> Andrew was like, I mean, I do like that Andrew's very like encouraging. Like he's supportive of his friends, but he was like, "You're not a cat. You're a tiger." <laughs> My God. And they were just all, like hooting just... and hollering. I was so embarrassed watching that, truly. Like, I wanted to die every single second. I hate watching passionate kissing when it's not sexy. It's just too much. Yeah. Now, are you more or less embarrassed about it learning that there was a casting call for this specific This was obviously fake. Like, we all knew that. Like, there's A, no way that somebody would be able to, like speak up during the middle of like a filming of the bachelor right. she she had a mic on so mm, obvious see it was all like none no one seemed that surprised so like obviously it was fake obviously it was casting this is so stupid i would i i don't like there's probably no amount of money they could pay <laughs> me to do something like this 
Yeah, I should check the um, Bachelor Data account to see like if they've tracked her follower account because she is an aspiring musician. Oh, what a shocker! Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then one he, of the same is Connor. He pulls out the ukulele, and I'm just honestly, I'm 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 over Connor. I'm over him. I know, and we have to watch him in paradise. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely over it as well. Um, but oh, how did you feel about Caitlin and Tasha doing? Um, this show I thought they were great mm-hmm. um I thought it was I thought Caitlin was like maybe a little wooden for this but there was some really like nice moments where they um I just feel like their chemistry is good together and it's good with the guys and it feels like more like I feel like they could get more out of them because it wasn't as like so tell me about this it was just like more of a natural conversation mm-hmm. yeah I like I think more than in the kind of the hosting role at Rose Ceremonies, I, it seem, where that seems a little awkward to have two people. And I was a little worried how this would go, but I like that they alternated with the different hot seats. And then Tasha is just so polished with, you know, kind of, I think, off the prompter. And then Caitlin is really good at kind of off the cuff reacting to something that happens. So mm-hmm. I think they make a good duo for that. Um, Definitely. Oh, Bachelor Data. This is an Instagram account that everyone should check out does have it guest appearance boost we found out shortly after this encounter on the mental all that tara was actually cast by abc for this specific interaction monday night at tara kelly music had fourteen thousand nine hundred seventeen followers and quickly grew to 75 7500 more within 36 hours so let's wow. see where she's at now twenty three thousand. so yeah it worked for her <laughs> almost yeah not quite doubling yet but still worth trying. it yeah. It's just not worth it. <laughs> um, let's see. So um what about okay. I know that you know you, you didn't really date anyone before Ethan, but I didn't know. I just kind of fell into a long term relationship and now we have a mortgage. Let's say put yourself in the shoes of someone that had a few exes and if an ex texted you out of the blue and said be honest with me. Was I a trash kisser? What? How would you respond? How would you take this? A uh, new re- number. Who this? Yeah, <laughs> because that's what Connor apparently did. Since he found out that you know the the kiss was basically why Katie um, ended things, and but it wasn't because he was like quote unquote a bad kisser. It was like there was no spark in the kiss. I think there's yeah, a difference. Right. Right. But I think he has some technique issues as well. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of, every time. a lot of like effort going into that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think every kiss has to be like the, like clawing at each other, like with his cat costume. Like maybe that was fun for that first night, but um, actually build up to it from then on. But yeah. yeah, apparently they all said that he wasn't, or he said he contacted a few exes and his ex said, but then he said singular. My ex said that, no, I was a good kisser. Um, but it depends on chemistry. So yeah, he's reassuring himself of that, but I think this will be a storyline in paradise. We'll see him. Unfortunately, you have to see him making out with a few people. Yikes. Uh, then let's see who is the next one. Andrew, I think was the next hot seat segment and, you know, we continue to love Andrew. And then he said, he grew up watching rom-coms with his mom. So let's add that point to it in the Andrew column. Like, is he tr- like, it's like he listened to our podcast yeah. and was like, how can we 
how can I make Amy and Haley fall in love with me? Right. Is he trying and to steal week, Diggy's spot of our podcast boyfriend? I mean, we would never, but, you know. Uh, yeah. So he also kind of talked about like Katie, like him growing up a little bit. Like, I think she taught him to be a man or something. I don't know. But um, nothing really like stood out to me that much. But do you think this was a potential bachelor edit? on the men tell all um it's hard to tell if it's like a bachelor edit or he's just like the most charming dude ever yeah. uh we also see um the let's see the michael segment and that's where we learn that he's still harboring those feelings that it's kind of been like with him like not that like watching the show brings him back with because it's always kind of with him and this is maybe where I felt like a little more bachelor edit, just like he would be so capable. But then do we want him to go on the show as a bachelor <laughs> because we want to protect him at all costs? So what do you think about that? Um, I think, no, he shouldn't be the bachelor, but it's because I'm so deeply in love with Andrew. Right. <laughs> um, I did see something that came out from the Bachelor franchise itself on Twitter. So I retweeted it um, with some speculation that it could be Michael because they had a graphic now casting for the Bachelor and it specifically said now casting Bachelorettes, single mothers and divorcees. Didn't say widows, but that would maybe be a little too obvious. But I don't think they've ever been like, hey, you could have been married before. Like, you know, like specifically call it out. You could be mom. Yeah, Either you posting that made me like reconsider what was happening in my brain. Mm-hmm. So interesting. But I'm like, I'm like easily believe believed. I believed. Can be swayed either way. Gullible, I guess. Not gullible. I'm just like, I'm. I can be swayed. Do you think they'll go the route of like after they see how Michelle's season goes? Be like, okay, we can just like have a show on any time of the year. We're saving so much money, even though we have double the hosts, we can have Andrew's a bachelor, we can have Michael's a bachelor, we can have two bachelorettes. <laughs> just like keep turning. Do you out. think are you trying to suggest we never get a break again? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if they're just gonna like work us to the bone. Huh. I mean it's gonna be a while before they like fully have scripted television <laughs> back, right? Right. <laughs> so I don't know. And, you know, we could go into another lockdown. <laughs> Amy, please don't do that to me. I've know. been in three. Yeah. <sighs> uh, then we have the unseen moments. So this was... I like the way they, like, broke it up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, okay. like, this was not the bloopers that, at first. No. It was, like, these are deleted scenes, basically. So they had the shit talking on the bash ball date and just showing how the guys were like way too nice. And they couldn't say anything bad. This made me laugh. I thought it was very funny. It's like, where'd you get that shirt at the shirt store? <laughs> <laughs> and then this one was like interesting because we talked a lot about with Mari, how the, the date with the Queens just seemed to like not showcase them enough and then they also had that weird whoa whoa challenge and there was no resolution to it but the scene at least would have given some resolution to it with it it was strange that they didn't put it in the episode because they think 
we saw a scene of like um them asking like so how's this challenge going anyone like care to share if they've given up on it so and then michael was the only one who raised his hand he's like yep i'm out <laughs> so i didn't expect it to be to be michael no uh i think he was probably just like uh this is dumb <laughs> so uh yeah and then it kind of led to like oh like just like sort of a funny like back and forth between him and aaron about like defending his stamina and stuff like that so we saw a lot more of michael's sense of humor in these deleted scenes so we saw another one where he was on like the dune buggy date and it's like oh i was actually conceived in a dune buggy <laughs> <laughs> he's a really fun dude yeah. and i wish like i just wish we i i know there's not enough time but i just wish we would have gotten more personality from everyone because mm-hmm. this just seemed like a really fun group of guys and for the most part like I felt like this mental all wasn't as hostile as some have been mm. in the past. Like they're, you know, they were having a good time. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we have Katie comes out. Um, she just seemed really awkward. Did she not like the entire yeah. time? Yeah. Um, so I don't know again, exactly when this was filmed, if there was something going on or, but yeah, she seemed a little quieter maybe and a little more reserved, but um you know, the guys all had really positive things to say about her. So there wasn't really anything to get into too much. Um, I think the biggest like surprising thing um, was that she called Aaron Thomas and that, that made the show like, it was just like a little bit awkward, but cause I, I feel like she felt very connected to all the guys, even if they were just more like the friend level. So that maybe showed that she was a little flustered and a little yeah. off. Yeah, she was, like, not thrilled about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get Thomas on video chat. They were teasing like he was going to be there, but it was just video chat. Um, what did you think of that segment? Bland. Yeah. She sort of apologized for how she ended things with him. Um, but one of the things she sort of explained with... Um, letting him was that with him or carl i think it was with carl but just letting like she cared more about having a cohesive group and like people having fun than you know salvaging one relationship so if the guys that kind of explains why she so easily let these different guys go if there was disharmony and all the other guys were saying like this is a bad dude yeah like i feel like we talked about that how it was just kind of like well she probably doesn't like these guys enough to keep them Mm -hmm. to the drama right um then we had connor b bursting into song about bromance oh i'm over it i'm over the songs yeah he's not even a good singer right (laughs) i've heard that his his um dueling piano shows are unreal though okay i could see that yeah but then you're only there one night. It's not like every night you're seeing the same thing. So, and, you know, you go to dueling pianos. It's like you're at a bachelorette party or something like that. So <laughs> uh, that might influence your view of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have anything else. Bloopers, anything stand out to you? No, it was just cute and fun. I'm just like, there's so much bug action in these bloopers all every year. It's like, why? I'm tired of people see like getting hit with bugs. Yeah. That's we all get hit with bugs. I think the funniest was um, during that walk at the beginning of this episode. They show like one of the um, 
cameraman or producer or something like rustling a stick right in front of um Tasha and Katie as they're walking like out of the woods so I think they thought and it was like, a snake Tasha almost threw Katie on the ground just yeah. like just <laughs> save herself yeah so what did you think of the fashion of Caitlin Tasha wearing like kind of dusty red dresses and then Katie was in a lime green dress I hated Katie's dress <laughs> I feel like the stylist has absolutely been doing Katie dirty this you know, season. I'm we sorry. For, like one thing I forgot to mention that one date she had with Greg and she was just wearing like a boxy t-shirt. I don't think we got into it, but like that was so extreme. It was like, it's not even a flattering plain t-shirt. It was like, no, I just feel bad. Yeah. Maybe he's one of those like Chris Harrison, you know, like buddy. Oh yeah. Maybe uh, that was like, those rumors that like everyone was against her on the set (laughs) yeah oh my god everyone's against her yeah just the stylist apparently yeah (laughs) all right so um let's get into some questions um draft results didn't really change too much because we had no content but i did lose michael so um follow at george ctv to get the full breakdown get a few bonus points for you know hot seats and things like that all right and speaking of George, here are some email questions from him. Hi, ladies. Who does a better job of getting the contestants to resolve their conflicts on the tell-all episodes? Chris Harrison or Caitlin and Tasha? Hint. The answer is none of the above. Everyone just yells at each other, and then the host gets them to stop yelling, and we go to a commercial. All right. That's answered. <laughs> I feel like there wasn't that much yelling. I feel like there's been yeah. more mel- yelling. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Would the tell-all episodes be better if the lead wasn't kept off stage until the end of the show? Like, maybe I, they could view that, what people are saying. and Yeah, that would be there. interesting, I think. I'd like to at least try it. Yeah, especially with, like, a season like this where there wasn't any, like, huge drama. I think the most would be with um, Michael, just the dramatic way it ended. But... Otherwise, it's usually this big, like, oh, Katie will be out later to resol- resolve these things. Like, but I think this one, she could have just been hanging the whole time. Yeah. And then probably had more fun, like, fun answers, you know, fun back and forth. Haley, in your single days, how much money would ABC have had to offer you for you to be the mystery woman who tells Connor you bet he is a good kisser? $500,000 minimum. Right. <laughs> uh Ding, marry, kill, BFFs. All right. So, new wrinkle, BFFs. Premiere, limo entrance episode. So, the premiere, limo entrance episode. Um, mental all episode. Hometown episode. Fantasy suite episode. Finale episode. All right. So, one of these, I think, won't get categorized. I guess we'll kill huh. two of them. Oh, kill, kill hometown episode, obviously. Mm-hmm. Ding fantasy suite episode. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Mary finale BFF premiere. Okay. And just get rid of it. Like, don't even categorize mental. It's just like, I, guess, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like the show doesn't even really categorize it. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. This is from Kellyanne. Hey, Amy and Haley. I have many questions after watching that very weird MTA. What was with the people who had hand puppets in the audience? 
Did I miss I'm that? I'm so deeply glad I didn't notice that. <laughs> um, I noticed someone, a woman in the cat costume, and she wasn't the one who stood up to kiss Connor. So maybe she was like the backup in case that one didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, why does Greg look happier alone than with Katie? Also, how did they manage to edit out all of Greg's personality? They're just really good at that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like Greg, I don't know. I feel like Greg tries to be fun with Katie. We're just not seeing any of those moments. Yeah. He's always really serious when we see him with the guys, but then we learn that he's, you know, with there with Andrew doing fake accents. Um, who is Kyle? They teased that he was there, but I'm certain I've never seen that man before. And he didn't even speak at the show either, but he, yeah, apparently was there. Um, who had the better bachelor audition, Michael A. or Andrew S.? Personally, I'm rooting for a Mike Johnson season, even though it'll probably never happen. Looking forward to the pod, Kelly Ann. I, yeah, okay. So, I, again, love is clouding my vision, Andrew S., obviously, but I feel like Michael A., that might have been like a smooth move of like, well, Katie, like, I'm, I still really mm-hmm. like you, and like, I hope things maybe work out eventually. You yeah. know, I wonder if that's a little batch move. Yeah, that could be because it's like, okay, he's not out on the scene. He's still harboring some feelings. So, yeah, it's this little storyline as well. And they've done it with Emily. They can film in different locations, um, especially the way it is now. Or I think they could easily, with a lead, with a child, bring that child out and work something out where they can see them a lot more. They're not going to do that for, you know, the suitors, but. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah Benitez. Looks like Connor's kisser is also an aspiring musician. Would you kiss Connor just for attention? Also, it looks like she's friends with someone who is on a TV show we watch right now. Ooh. Yeah, apparently she's friends with Kylan from Big Brother. Interesting. Um, no, I do love attention. You're right. I didn't even want to kiss my current husband in front of all of my family. Like, and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. all my family. It was like 25 people. Right. And that's not like a full on makeup. <laughs> no, it was just like, if we could have sealed our vows with a handshake, we would have. Um, and yeah, Sarah says, personally, you couldn't pay me enough money to kiss Connor. I thought he was going to eat her face. Yeah, like I like my parents spent a lot on my braces. I'd like to keep the teeth kind of in working order. <laughs> let's see. I am going to let's see. She linked to this is what this is from Central Casting. This is so funny. Um, hello, production is looking for a couple women. This was on the casting, you know, went out to everyone who might be aspiring actresses as well. Looking for a couple women who may be comfortable to speak on the show. Okay, so definitely the cat woman in the audience was the same scenario. <laughs> the scenario would be as follows. One of the guy cast members was accused of being a bad kisser on the show. At the end of the segment with him, a young, attractive woman, possibly you, from the audience would stand up and say something to the effect of, I saw your kissing on the show. I think you're very cute, and I know that you're not a bad kisser. I'd love to put that theory to the test right now. This woman would then either come down onto the stage to kiss the guy or he would respectfully decline and perhaps accept a hug instead. Would you be comfortable possibly doing this? <laughs> so, yeah, apparently um, Tara was comfortable possibly doing that. And she basically said that line by line. Like, I saw your kissing on the show. Wouldn't you just say something like, I thought you were really cute. I bet you're not. A-. It was just a weird line to say. Yeah. Like, um. So, yes, she was a plant. 
What a shock. <laughs> Uh, Susie Ann, I have selected three brother husbands from this season. <laughs> they are Trey, Michael A., and Brendan. Do you think they'll get along? I do. I think that's a good trio to brother husband up. Mm-hmm. Trey and Brendan were, I think, were buddies. And then Michael A. seemed yeah. like he got along with everyone. Yeah. Everyone I think them. that's a good selection. Who, who are your brother husbands from the season? Okay, from this season, Michael A., Andrew, and Christian. That's a good one. That's a good one. I might, gosh, I might have to replace Christian with Brendan. Okay. I, I like, he's Canadian, mm-hmm. so that's great for both of us. Yep. I don't know, and I did like him this mental. He seemed a little more fun. All right, yeah. He was, yeah, a little more, like, lively. Uh, let's see, Josh Green. Even in their thank you, Katie segments, Trey and Aaron still mention their beef with other men. Is there any chance these two can focus on relationships instead of bromance and BS drama? I guess we'll just have to find out in paradise, won't we? Right. (laughs) Uh, Was the kid Frankenbited? I'm not sure. I see a five-year-old being like, I know what the problem is, LOL. And it just didn't seem to fit his reaction in the moment of the call. I don't know. I would... It would be... Gross if they Franken bited a kid. Yeah. But, um, you know, Charlene yeah. has a, a blog and a podcast where she talks about all the Franken bites and she like notices every single one um, where I never would. But I think they just put like the word daddy was not, sounded weird in there. And maybe he didn't mm-hmm. say like he might have said something in between there, but she thought that they just kind of cleaned it up a little bit because right. a four year old wouldn't. I don't think they like made up what he said. Right. But the way Michael described it was a little bit different than what we heard. You know, I think his son was like, why aren't he said that? You know, why doesn't daddy want to be here or something? But that could just be Michael just remembering it differently as well. Um, Stacey Bernstein, how much longer does the season go? Wasn't Michael already away from his son for most of the time he would have been as it is? Yeah, like there's only two more episodes that I... um, there probably would have been three more episodes had he stayed. So maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And wouldn't like his family have already been there quarantining like time wise? I mean, I would think. So that's a little different as well. All right. Do you have any takes from Doug for this episode? Oh, I do. Let me grab my phone. Only part of the episode. Okay. He didn't watch the whole thing. He did not watch the whole thing. Um, he said, I stopped watching after Michael left, but I still have a few takes. How much of a tax break did The Bachelorette get to film in New Mexico? And can we expect an upcoming season to be located at Delaware's nicest resort? <laughs> have you ever been to Delaware? Um, drove through it. Yeah, Can't I've say. also yeah. driven through Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really seemed like Michael's son was joking when he made the statement that got his dad crying. No joke here. Just something I observed. What do you think about that? I don't know. Dude. It's like a four year old though. So yeah, there's probably a truth sure. to it. Uh, do you think things would have gone better for Michael if they were at a better resort that his son might actually want to visit? If only <laughs> there was a shell room. Oh yeah. They would have had a lot more fun at New Colon. Closer to Ohio too. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to cut out of this episode early and watch the Olympics. Do you think the Bachelor timed the always underwhelming mental all for a week they knew 
they might see a huge ratings drop. You know what I forgot about? What? The Bachelor Summer Games. That was supposed to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been fun. Uh, which Olympic sport would you and Amy do if forced to compete in one? Ooh. Gosh. What are you able to do? I would go with swimming. I'd be okay. very slow. Mm-hmm. But at least I can swim. Um, in another life, I would have been a good gymnast, but um, I never joined gymnastics, so who's to know now? I feel like I just, I mean, this is not, this is a winter one, but I feel like I just get in the bobsled and then mm, yeah. <laughs> rely on some other team members as well. They go so fast, though. Yeah, that's true. All right, well. That's it. Yeah, that's it for him. That's it for us. Look at us go. Another 40-minute episode. <laughs> Well, you know, they didn't give us much to work with this time. They sure didn't, did they? Did we get anything exciting in the preview that you remember? No, I was sober for that part and I still don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more of like some actual it's, family members, I think, yeah. are there. We um, keep seeing the Greg getting upset thing again. I really want yeah. to know what the scoop is there. Oh, one new part was that. Caitlin follows Katie into the bathroom and is like, what do you want us to do? And Katie says, book my ticket home. And we heard that line before, but I don't think we've seen like who she was talking to. Do you think that happens? That'd be kind of cool, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Or it's like, book my ticket home. And then they would do like a proposal scene in, is she in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know. Hmm. I can't see it. <laughs> Something to find out next week. Two weeks left. And then we just barrel on into BIP. Yes. I think we have guests lined up for both of these coming episodes. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that, my friends. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.